SEO is a big nuance with publishers. It's kind of like pitching an editor now is, is similar to pitching an investor. We have to tell the story around the demand and the potential money that can be earned from inclusions. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast, an auditory journey through the latest in marketing, branding, and advertising. Now, here's your Marketing Expedition Guide, Ray Allen. On this week's episode of the Marketing Expedition Podcast, I get to speak with Kayla O'Connor. And after a decade-long PR career filled with panic attacks, burnout, and low worth, Kayla stumbled across something that changed her life immediately affiliate marketing. Kayla quickly became a self-taught pioneer in this new age of affiliate PR with a Rolodex of key editor relationships and intuitive decision-making guided by her human design chart. Kayla's proven ability to generate high revenue media coverage has disrupted the PR industry and it's always on the grind mentality. Since Kayla founded KMO Consulting in December of 2020, KMO has secured over a thousand top tier articles for DTC brands, trained over 30 PR agency owners in affiliate PR, and trained more than 80 Condé Nast editors in affiliate marketing, and generated over 500,000 in revenue, all while ensuring she and her team operate in pure energetic alignment. Before we get into the interview with Kayla, it's time now for the Marketing Essentials Moments, the basics that you need to help you build your brand and your bottom line. So today I want to cover the differences, the different parts of the overall marketing umbrella, if you will. And we're going to talk with Kayla a lot about PR and the things that she's involved in in her industry and how she does that. But I wanted to take a step back and kind of cover all of the different components to marketing and think about an integrated marketing plan and how what Kayla is going to talk about is something that you can integrate into your overall marketing strategy and plan and incorporate all the things that you're going to use and need to use in order to have this integrated marketing plan that's going to make your business wildly successful. So really the difference between the overall marketing is that advertising, public relations, sales promotions, it's all a part of marketing. And whether you're small, medium, large, it doesn't necessarily matter how big your company is, there are different components to all of these things that could help you in growing your brand and building your business and selling your products or service or creating awareness or whatever the case might be. And they're all very similar and they kind of cross over into each other, but they have different ways of going about and different ways to reach the segments of your targeted audience. Ideally, you have a target. We've talked about in other episodes how you can empathize with your target audience and then find ways to reach them and how you can help tell your story through the different methods that you're going to use in order to reach them. Because we know it takes so much more now to be able to infiltrate their brain space and disrupt their pattern of what they're normally doing and be able to get your brand in front of them now because we've got just so many things going on. So really trying to identify and finding that right mix of media, right mix of advertising, the right mix of word of mouth advertising and integrating it all together into an entire plan 
and strategy, and then of course the tactics and who's going to be doing what and who's going to be responsible for what and what's going to work for you and continuously testing it out and doing different iterations based on a number of different criteria you can set up. And then of course, continuously tracking your efforts so that you know what's going to work and not work. So thinking about different ways that you can track and understand that all of these different methods are coming together. So utilizing traditional and or social media advertising. Advertising obviously is the paid form of promoting your business that you're gonna pay to do. Uh, So it's paid, earned, right? You can earn the media through television news or uh, newspaper, newsprint, or in this case, as we're going to learn about affiliate PR and how that can also be a tactic that you will want to take to add into the integrated marketing plan in your business. So it also has to fit within your budget, right? And the things that you're going to incorporate to help support the press that you might be getting or the articles that might be posting about your brand or your business or your calls to action that you want to get out there in the world where the news media will maybe pick up an interest and then call you for an interview for an article but we got to lead them there right um, you have to be able to have that news story to tell to have that brand story to share and promote and then of course all the things when you're hiring new people getting new clients um, if you're doing trade shows having it consistently the similar message across the board and having a consistent look and feel and all of the things and going after the right target audience and being able to have that professional help in getting you to the goals that you're trying to achieve. And then of course we talk about, you know, PR and advertising. So sales promotions, right. And in getting that involved into your whole plan and how you can incorporate those into what you're using. So, and of course people love a deal, especially if it's something that they are going to purchase that's right up their alley. It's, you know, your target audience is, is seeing what you're doing. They want to have the value there in order to have an action and take that action. And so they're going to find all these different ways to learn more about you or you're going to supply them with ways to learn more about you, right? And so doing things that you can do to track if it's a promo code or an offer or maybe it's a specific landing page, maybe it's a you're using an influencer to help you with sales promotion, whatever the case might be, you're wanting to put this all together in a plan and it's going to cross promote and cross contaminate, like I say, Uh, So that way people continuously hear you through sales promotions, through advertising, word of mouth advertising, of course, we all know is the best form of advertising when other people are talking about you and you've got referrals coming in and recommendations and all the things that are coming along that can help you continuously build that brand and your bottom line. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen. I'm also the president and CEO of Peppershock Media and the founder of the Marketing Expedition Community. And today I have Kayla O'Connor with me. Welcome to the show, Kayla. Thank you so much for having me. Well, let's just give a little brief background uh, into why you do what you do and how you got here <laughs> and where you came from. How about that? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I think it's kind of a funny story. Both my parents are music teachers. I'll make this short. Don't worry. And so I grew up in a small town in the Midwest. And of course, I'm like, well, I'm going to be a music teacher. So my first year of college um, went for music education. Then I was like, no, I'm going to study opera. So then I transferred 
um, to another school in Ohio, and I transferred so late that I needed a minor. And the only thing open was PR 101. And I took that class and I was like, huh, PR is like performing, but talking. So then I transferred once again, <laughs> my parents were like three colleges in two years, Kayla. Um, and I got my mass communications degree. And so I then spent the first decade of my career working at various agencies and actually in the B2B space. I worked with big corporations like 3M Food Safety, 3M Healthcare, and um, really focused on media relations in the B2B space. And the agency in um, my experience working with the agencies, I, I got really burned out. And so um, the last agency that I worked at was in Los Angeles. And I kind of just was at a point that I wanted to step away and try freelancing. So that was my first intro into like the direct to consumer pitching and really, you know, flexing those muscles and applying what I learned to that space. And again, I was like, there's something, this is Q4 of 2019. I was like, I know I'm doing everything right there. I have a good client. I have a good product with a good value proposition. I have a good, like all the things I'm the expert. What is going on? And so I then got to a point where I was like, I might just quit PR altogether. And that made me curious. So that's what then led into me accepting an invite to interview at a creative agency that just acquired a, an affiliate marketing channel. And they were looking for someone with PR experience to join the team. And I was like, okay, I don't, I took the job without knowing what affiliate really meant, but I was in a place where like my instincts were like, I'm okay with this because I'm not throwing all 10 years of PR down the drain and starting fresh. Mm-hmm. So then I started that job and I quickly realized having conversations with, you know, the new affiliate managers at publishing groups that um, affiliate links are important and the intersection of affiliate and PR is very much inevitable and going nowhere. And so that's kind of like my birth story into wow. affiliate PR. Well, let's explain to the audience for those that don't know what is because you you had to learn yourself. So if you could just give a brief overview, I mean, I have a great idea, but I want you to kind of in your own words, just share what it is that that means to people. Totally, totally. Um, So affiliate marketing, I'll just kind of start there. It's a performance based marketing channel where affiliates, any person or place online um, uses an affiliate tracking link in their promo efforts. And within that link, it tracks the desirable action, whether it's a sale or a download, and then they receive a a, um, percentage, a commission um, for payment in exchange for that desired action. So as the online, and it's so funny, affiliate marketing, I feel like is like the forgotten, like old school channel that just kind of had a rebirth in 2020 is is how I felt it came about. And I think it's also in in alignment with how the evolution of the digital space has really matured with influencers, social media. So it it was bound to come back up, right? And be kind of rebirthed. So, you know, when you add in PR, publishing groups had a massive decline in print. And, you know, definitely when COVID hit, Um, direct-to-consumer brands, they really hung tight to their ad dollars, their campaign spends. So publishing groups were like, how the heck do we keep the lights on? How do we make money? Well, they monetize their content. So now I, you know, when you pair the two together and kind of paint a picture, I set a brand up on an affiliate, you know, marketing network so that we're able to then um, add publishing groups because it's on the umbrella level on a publishing group's um, 
end of things, and they join the affiliate program. And then from there, they're able to pull an affiliate tracking link to include in their product roundups, to include in their gift guides. So it's still organic PR in the sense of we have to pitch. There's no insertion order or guarantee. But for the first time, PR is a performance-driven channel. So anyone that's been in PR, it's like add value, equivalency, Excel spreadsheets trying to prove like, okay, well, what does this article actually mean or do for our business? Brand awareness. How do you measure brand awareness? Mm -hmm. Well, now we can actually show through that affiliate link and in the network, how many clicks, revenue, like dollar amount, new customer acquisition from an article that you play. So it's, it's very exciting for me. (laughs) Right. And I guess it's a good point to make too. I mean, the article is still it is still what you would traditionally think as of PR, like reporting, you know, it's, it's content that is not advertising in nature, but what you're saying is that there is then links that go to things that could then be advertised that they've mentioned in the traditional public article that would be, you know, then you can make it into something more because of it. Right. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest question I get is, is it advertising or is it organic? Or is it advertorial, right? Advertorial. Well, even with advertorial, you have control over the messaging. So advertorial, it it will still say sponsored Mm -hmm. or whatnot. And that's where you have full control over the messaging. Um, How this is still organic is the only difference is they're including an affiliate link. They don't have to say nice things about your product. They don't have to include your product at all. I I could pitch a, a brand and say, we'll give you a hundred percent commission and they could still say no because they want to remain that um, loyalty with their readers of providing good content and not turning into what sometimes we feel like advertising turns into. Um, And so I, if you look at, um, and I will say that over 90% of product coverage online requires affiliate links now. So it's just like completely, um, kind of taken over the space from early 2020 to now when I started, um, you'll see a little disclaimer that says we may earn a commission. That's your ping that, okay, there's affiliate links in this article. And again, how that differs is um, we don't have any control over what they write. It's kind of, it's very much up to the editor's discretion. Okay. So, so Kayla, you basically go to brands and say, Hey, we're going to include your product in this article and you're going to get paid because of it, essentially. I'm trying to boil yeah, it down I, for us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I wear the PR professional and the affiliate marketing hats. I combine those two hats. Bring them so together. I am, yep, I bring them together. And so I am an agency that works with direct-to-consumer brands. I manage their affiliate program and I add in PR as a type of affiliate that's part of the affiliate marketing strategy. So publishers, commerce editors, they become a category, a segment of affiliates within my client's affiliate marketing programs. And so we set them up and then, you know, pitching media. I find it so important because media, those types of articles are huge converters, huge, huge converters. It's 70% of those sales I'm seeing are new customer acquis like new customers, whereas other, other partners, it's, it's definitely below 50. So it's very, and I think a big part of that is publishers dedication and um, necessity for SEO. 
Mm -hmm. SEO and Google results is what converts because there's an intent behind it. Consumers are searching for it. Right. And they want that information. So they're going to read it. They're going to click through it. They're going to buy it because they've been now maybe being convinced or they, you know, at least got more information about it as opposed to just being shown a blatant ad. This is more uh, where the consumers are educating themselves. They're trying to, you know, see what the best thing to buy and why. And now they're going to be presented with this and then now they're going to do it and be a part of it. I love exactly. it. I love it. And, and and so can you give me like a specific example where you were, how you worked through this and, and kind of what happened? Um, you know, you, you don't mean not, you mean not want to say the brand, that's fine, but just give me an example of like what type of brand, what kind of product, just give me, walk me through that process. What happened? Sure. Sure. I, I love telling my very first, like, aha, like the porch light went on <laughs> story of like, okay, I'm onto something. Um, I was, this is April of 2020. I was working with the CBD brand. Oh my truly, God, right after pandemic hit, right? Oh, April 2020. Yeah, February, <laughs> February 2020 is when I started, when I started my, um, my job in affiliate marketing. So I was really thrown into it. And there's also an added pressure of any brands that had a brick and mortar. They then had to shift all their strategies to, the, to their e-commerce site I like to, to then keep... Click and mortar. They had to go from brick and mortar to click and mortar. <laughs> Love, yes, exactly. So two months in, I'm kind of like, I've had two months of like, okay, what's going on and and whatnot. And I was working with the CBD brand and I was um, working, I was in communication with the affiliate manager at Meredith Publishing and her editor that writes for people.com. Okay. And they wanted to cover my CBD brand um, clients, new hand sanitizer product. CBD hand sanitizer product that was launching. So we were working on a feature launch article on people.com. And, you know, I was, I was figuring out, okay, Kayla, talk about timing. Oh yeah, totally. Totally. (laughs) And, and so how that works is I need to make sure the affiliate manager joins my client's affiliate program in network. And I set them at a specific commission rate. So we have the link, we have the connection, and then I need to make sure that the editor has all the information that they need. I think they even included like a quote from the founder. Like this is the beautiful thing about affiliate PR content. You really can go through the whole funnel of brand awareness to conversion. And um, we, that article dropped and it was like a $7 product. And I checked in the client's affiliate program a couple days later and thousands of dollars of sales oh my were converted. God. And I was like, wow. Okay. Wow. I'm, I'm like such a low, low priced product, you know? And I was really shown like the power of the readership and the conversions that these, everything that we've been saying mm-hmm. is, is good about PR is actually being proved. <laughs> I know that's the first thing. Now prove to me that branding is working. Well, <laughs> now we yeah. have a way. We have a way. That's so awesome. I actually I teach a marketing class at Boise State, and we were just last night because um, it's once a week at night. We were just talking about how you know it's really hard and difficult to measure top of mind awareness, and you know there's just lots of little things that you have to consider, and and sometimes it's sentiment scoring, sometimes it's you know all these little ways to do it. But now we found a way. See, I'm gonna have to share yeah. this with them. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's great. That's great. So okay, so. If somebody were to 
consider going through this process. Walk me through that a little bit. Like if, if somebody's listening to this and say, okay, I have a product and I need affiliate PR. What, what, what happens? Tell me more. Yeah. I think affiliate is a solution for anyone that's selling a product online. I truthfully and like confidently feel that now there's a couple of factors that come into play, whether it makes sense to invest in an agency fee or keep it in-house. And that is inventory. How much inventory do you have? Because we could go to a people.com and share, you know, the CBD hand sanitizer, but if they sold out within a hundred units, three hours in, then it kind of ruins the relationship with the publisher, because if they would have included a competitor brand that had 50,000 units and we're still selling, you know, the product two weeks, a month after the article landed, then they kind of see like the opportunity missed. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of, um, I've, I've communicated with a lot of like, um, entrepreneurs that just have local small businesses or they're like handcrafted and it's affiliates, a beautiful way to work with influencers on a smaller scale. So I would say inventory really kind of drives the level that it can grow to be. So I think a metric that's also really important is I, um, the metric that I, my goal to achieve in affiliate programs is that it will account, affiliate revenue will account for 15% of a brand's overall monthly e-commerce revenue. So again, think through, if you're only generating $10,000 a month on your website, that's $1,500 is our goal for affiliate revenue. So those are kind of my entry points. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like value proposition and how does the competitor landscape look? But if you're like, check, 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 I want you know support on this or I want to get started, I would, I always direct people to um, Sharacell is a great affiliate network that is month to month. Um, it's really user-friendly. Um, but there's not as much handholding. And if you have a complex shopping cart, like if you're an online course with multiple shopping carts on multiple pages, then I would recommend a more advanced affiliate network. So it's first determining what affiliate network makes sense, integrating your website with the affiliate network, making sure you have commission rates, all the things set up, and then you're kind of just good to go. And, and then we really figure out like what type of affiliate strategy makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I always include PR cause it's, it's a beautiful and no brainer <laughs> strategy yeah. these days. Um, but maybe you also want to target, you know, there's some apps, there's some phone apps that provide like rewards and cashback. So there's so many different types of affiliates. It just um, depends on who you're targeting in your target market. Absolutely. You're right. I mean, it seems like everyone has some sort of affiliate link to, to be able to help sell. And I mean, we have a offers page that we do with the podcast too, because it's like yeah. people kept asking me, I was like, well, this is something we should do. And then it's kind of nice. Cause then as on the receiving end, you just get paid little bits here and there, but it all adds up. It can all absolutely add up. And, and sometimes it's just like, you don't even know. And we, we put an offer, you know, months ago and then suddenly now something's coming through. So it just can happen and trigger when people read the article or read whatever it is that you've put that link out there for. 
and, you know, mm-hmm. mentions and things. So definitely in one way. And I do think what you said earlier about 2020, you know, the pandemic where people had to go online, you know, doubling down on digital and being able to do this. But now the the, the kind of the aftermath of, of the pandemic, I mean, we're still kind of in it a little bit, but I, I think now people have gotten really savvy and smart about it. And so now it's maybe more competition, right? So being able to up-level that, right? So, so kind of how do you, how are you addressing all of this massive influx to kind of stay above everyone else? Yeah, that's a great question. And half of my business, and this was a, a big why behind starting this business is training PR professionals how to do affiliate because it's critical to keep clients and to get media coverage for their clients. And I realized that as I was servicing clients at my previous job, it's um, requiring me to really have conversations with um, top tier publishers on an ongoing basis to determine what do editors need, what works, what is really the defining differentiator to get coverage because there's always, I there's not as much of a competition in terms of um, like coupon rewards, cashback. It's really like quality over quantity in terms of who's really reaching your audience, your target audience. But SEO is a big nuance with publishers. And I'm starting to, you know, not only train peer professionals in affiliate marketing in general, but also how to bring in metrics that we've never had to consider before in our pitches. It's kind of like pitching an editor now is is similar to pitching an investor. We have to tell the story around the demand and the potential money that can be earned from inclusions. Yeah, I mean, it kind of does go against the original idea of public relations, like not you're not getting paid for this article or that article. So it's kind of it has had become a mind shift for people. And and you're right, because publishers want to make money, too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a total mind shift. And I I know it's I know it's frustrating. I, I can feel the frustration through you know, the, um, I have a a monthly membership that I support in a community and I've, I've trained like over a hundred PR pros at this time. And it is a common theme. And I think I'm very rare where I prefer numbers over words when it comes to PR. (laughs) So I have to kind of pump the brakes and like pause and like go a little bit slower and be like, okay, they've never had to know cost per action. They've never had to ask for margins. They've never had to talk about monthly search volume in terms of SEO and keywords, you know, like just a lot of nuance to, to just one aspect that they're probably servicing in their agency. Right. Cause I imagine people think, well, this is going to impact journalistic integrity, right. From a true journalist standpoint, from, from them being able to create the, the content. What do you think about that? Oh gosh. Yeah. That's also another question that I get a lot. There are Definitely, you know, what's it's it's kind of a double edged sword. It's the publishers only exist because of this. So all of like the Meredith dot dash merger, like all the mergers or folding of brands and, and publications, that's because brands aren't spending money and just like how money's being made is shifting. So without monetizing this content, the, the landscape of publish of you know journalism might 
I mean, it, it might not even exist to be completely honest. Well, yeah, because my yeah. grandparents, they take the newspaper because that's what they said, right? Totally. It's printed. But but now, I mean, I don't, I haven't had a newspaper delivered to my door in, in years, right? Yeah. And I'm yeah. in this industry and I, you know, I just get it all online. And I think that that is definitely, um, if, if publishers don't evolve, they're going to die. Exactly. Yeah. There, I will say there are, I've spoke with um, multiple contacts at different big um, publishing groups and they do echo and, and repeat that there's a lot of non-affiliate content, like thought leadership, business stories. Um, and another thing kind of working in the favor of, um, you know, authenticity and integrity in journalism is Google is prioritizing that. Google, uh, you know, um, I just learned the, <laughs> the acronym EAT. It's, um, oh gosh, I always forget the E, expertise, authority, and trust. It's like a measurement that Google uses um, that helps kind of validate the content, the level of, and the credibility of the content. And so think of like a wire cutter and their product reviews are so in depth. They have, um, you know, they cite their resources for where they find the studies or they have um, you know, dermatologist approved, vet approved, doctor approved, physician approved or whatnot. Um, and then taking it a step further, Google is um, actually declining the SEO score for any products linked to an Amazon product page that has less than 500 customer reviews or less than 4.2 like rating. And, um, you know, a, another nuance is Google is prioritizing um, product images taken from an iPhone, uh, a, a, like a, a, an identical blog, two identical blogs, one including a stock image taken from a brand shoot and one including like an actual iPhone showing a consumer using this product. The iPhone photo blog will perform better. And so there are weird shifts that make sense, but there's a ton of shifts in terms of Google and SEO that are really keeping consumer, um, you know, the authenticity of like, are consumers actually needing this and wanting this um, really fair? Wow. This is all fascinating and it's just evolving so much. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to dig in and see how this can work. And if we've got clients, I'm going to have to send them your way to, to help create these uh, yeah. affiliate PR tactics. And now a message about one of our sponsors, Nadine West, which is awesome, affordable outfits that are delivered to your doorstep each month or however often you want it delivered. And each month features surprising new outfits that consist of items perfectly styled just for you. And you only keep what you love and then send the rest back free of charge. I absolutely love it. The things that they send me, I often keep more than not. And so for our listeners, if you sign up today using my link, you'll get $10 credit and free shipping on your first order. So go to peppershock.com slash offers and sign up for Nadine West and get your $10 credit. I know you're going to love what Nadine West sends to you. I even get a personal message from her asking how everything's going. Anyway, so go to peppershock.com slash offers and sign up for Nadine West. One thing that you said, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. You you mentioned in, in your notes um, before we started here, aligning businesses using your human design chart. <laughs> so I want to know more. What what is what, what are you talking about when you say your human yes, design that's, chart? We're, we're going to very shift in it. We're going to definitely <laughs> shift in a direction. Okay. So there is 
I, and I do believe that in business, the who we serve, the, um, and what they need and why they need it. And the marketing strategies as it relates to like Google SEO, working with editors, like that is very masculine strategic in a sense, right? That is something that you can actually rinse and repeat Mm -hmm. the how, so the how, so this fun fact, I'm a Reiki master. I'm an energy healer. Um, and human design is we're very much shifting. So just pause me if you're like, we're going down a lane. I don't want to go. To no, 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 we're good. No, I, I, yeah. I want to know more. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, sincerely intrigued. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. So human design, um, is kind of the culmination of multiple things of like chakras, astrology, and it's really one's energetic blueprint. It's, it shows each person individually how you use your energy, how you contribute your energy, how you respond to others, how you actually do the doing and exert your energy in work. And so there's a lot of ways that I do things different in my business that on paper would never make sense, would never make sense. Like for an example, I'm a projector. It's, it's one of the five types and I'm a non-energy type, which means I wake up with energy. I'm like a phone running on a battery, whereas a generator is another, they are an energy type. They are a phone charging into a wall outlet so they can go, 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 go. They're like the energizer bunnies. I feel like we've always worked with energizer bunnies mm-hmm. and I've always felt like I burn out easily. Um, so there's, there's a lot of, bus- there's a lot of business decisions as an entrepreneur that. I use my own human design and my team's human design chart to make sure that everyone's energy is feeling good. It's all just, it's all just about feeling good and feeling the ease and the flow in a business. Well, I told you I had to do my standing desk because it's late afternoon, you know, I'm, I'm like yeah. drained, right? So, so standing, you know, so I just, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It was like ironic that I was like, okay, I'm standing for this. We're going to, yeah. we're going to try this out so that I can, you know, get that energy back. Right. Totally. So that's, that's, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I just adore what we're talking about. I adore you. This is so, so wonderful. How can people get in touch with you if they are interested in doing what you have to offer them? Yeah. So since we went down the human design path, um, I will share my website. It's called camoworld.org and it really houses like the two sides. There's a button if you want to go into affiliate PR and there's a button if you want to take it down the human design path. And then on Instagram, it's camo.consulting or it's camo.hd. Um, and from you know those three places, you can find anything and everything to work with me on. Excellent. Excellent. Um, okay. So one, one last question for you. Yeah. Um, if, uh, you were in my shoes and, uh, you think about a question that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you, what would it be? Mm. Oh gosh, that is such a good question. (laughs) A question on a question on a question. (laughs) Oh gosh. Um, I love what is a moment in time that in the moment felt like failure but in retrospect, led you down the path you were always meant to go down. Because we always have like what we perceive as failure, but the only way we fail is by not trying. And I've had my biggest successes and feels like mountains were moved from my lowest rock bottoms or 
decisions that I, I felt were didn't turn out a certain way. So I, I love talking about failures or the um, concept of failure. Okay, fine. Kayla, what was your biggest <laughs> failure? <laughs> Tell me more. Now you get to answer that question. <laughs> okay, great. Um, I would say, and this kind of brings in human design a little bit too, of I discovered human design the day before. So I moved to LA. I got a job at one of the top PR agencies globally. I thought it was my dream job, senior level. So excited. I had chronic, chronic anxiety and, and kind of panic level feeling in my body because it just didn't feel right. They weren't giving me any responsibility. I was kind of being thrown to this client and that client just was, my body was like, leave, 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 leave. Um, And so I found human design and the very next day I up and quit my job at 8 a.m. And when I tell you three months in at a senior level, I didn't have to send a single like transition email, update email to anyone. That's how little of responsibility I had. And it's very much not in my character to just up and leave. Um, but, and previous to that, I had drained my 401k cause I was getting ready to do so. Cause I felt like my body was in such a desperate fight or flight. Like I felt like I was, I was diminished, like, um, yeah, it was just a really rough time. Right. <laughs> So I was like, okay, I'm about to be unemployed in LA. I'm going to drain my 401k. Um, And I found human design. I quit the next day. And within 24 hours, I had my first, um, I I got a text from an acquaintance asking me, do you know anyone that does freelance PR? And I signed my first client that paid all my bills. Mm. And that, um, there's a human design connection to that as well. That really piqued my interest. But the whole, and human design is just a tool. It's a way to articulate how multiple things articulate or articulate. It's just a matter of what resonates with you. But to me, what articulating that in the most um, general way is standing in your worth and listening to your body when something feels off and wrong. And instead of doing what you think others think you should do or what's acceptable or society and conditioning, it's really turning inward and trusting that you know it's right for you and, and honoring that within yourself. Mm, that's so great. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this wonderful wisdom and all the things that you have found to be super successful, because I think that you really, you, you, hopefully your 401k is no longer drained, right? No, (laughs) it's not. (laughs) I didn't think so. You've done so well for yourself and I'm just proud of you. So thank you very much for sharing and, uh, Hopefully um, this will get out in the world and the best thing that anybody could do if you're listening to this is share it with those who you think need to know what Kayla had to share today. And of course, give us a review because that always helps us both. Uh, And any final thoughts there, Kayla? No, I just, I loved this conversation. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. And until next time, everybody enjoy your marketing journey. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Want to continue the journey? Don't miss out on new episodes. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. Start your adventure today. 
Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more.